Well, today is Thanksgiving in the United States, and I, I really believe that we need to take a break from the news headlines and focus on things that are vastly more important in these very unusual times. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Thanksgiving Day edition of Truth to Ponder, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I'm putting this radio program together Thanksgiving morning. We're getting ready to have some family drop by a little bit later. A lot of cooking going on. A lot of preparations are being made. And I thought earlier this week, what do I do for today's program? You know, I could be like some people and not have one. Maybe bring you a best of, but I really didn't want to do that. I I know the audience may not be as big today as it may be on some other Thursdays during the course of the year. But for those that listen on a regular basis, I didn't want to let you down. And I wanted to share some things with you today that are a little bit different. As I said before, we, we normally spend a lot of our time on this program talking about the news, the issues, and the things we're facing in our society. There's a lot of dangers out there. And a lot of people that are thoroughly convinced they have it all together, that everything they're being told by everybody is true, when it's not. And trying to share with these people how they have been deceived is is often a thankless task. I know for the regular listeners to this program, you understand. You're smart enough, you're intelligent enough, you're rational enough to look at everything. And as you look at everything, you notice something is not right. That's why we do this program. And I'm also very thankful to you that listen and support this program on a regular basis. So so for today, what I really want to do is share some stories, some life experience, some memories that I have that may mean something to you. Hopefully, for some of you, it may trigger a memory for you you forgot about a Thanksgiving long ago. I was thinking this morning about what it was like for me growing up as a young child and how things have changed in 60-some-odd years. We attended a rather large church in a town called Hicksville, Long Island, in New York State. I was very blessed. I didn't realize it at the time. I look back now, and I was very blessed to be in a a Lutheran or a Christian school at that time. I spent kindergarten through the eighth grade in a parochial school before we ended up moving to a small town in upstate New York. And there I was in a public school for the first time. But much of our family life revolved around that very dynamic church. I was in a number of choirs over the years, starting out in the children's choir, then the men and boys choir. And when I went to college years later, back in the metropolitan New York area, I commuted to that church because it meant so much to me from my childhood. And then I was in the adult and mixed choirs. 
and have so many wonderful memories of this time of the year that starts at Thanksgiving, runs right through Advent into Christmas and the new year. For us as a family, and you don't see it much today, we've changed so, so much. Our Thanksgiving day started Thanksgiving morning at church. Preparations were being done for days in advance for Thanksgiving Day. In our case, when we lived in Long Island, we went to my father's parents, my grandparents, for Thanksgiving. And and so we got up Thanksgiving morning and we went to church. Uh, Odds are that I was in one of the choirs that sang, normally had one or two choirs, a children's choir anthem and then the adult choir. And the services, I think there were two, if memory serves me, when I was much younger, were well attended. It wasn't like you see today, these almost empty churches, even on a Sunday, even at Christmas time, even at Easter. People went to church. They felt the obligation. They wanted to do the right thing, and we've lost that. We've lost that. And I can remember the service beginning with with a prayer much like this one. O merciful Father, who has blessed the labors of the husbandmen in the returns of the fruit of the earth, we give thee humble and hearty thanks for this thy bounty, beseeching thee to continue thy loving kindness to us, that our land may still yield her increase to the glory and our comfort through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And chances are the service began with this hymn or one like it.
wonderful hymn, Now Thank We All Our God. You're listening to a Thanksgiving Day special here on Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Today, today I just don't want to get into the news headlines. We need to take a little time away to think about the blessings we really do have in spite of all the turmoil that is around us. When I got up this morning, I was thinking of some of the thanksgivings that I've experienced in my lifetime, and there are a few that come to mind that I'll be sharing in the program today. And one of those thanksgivings occurred 50 years ago today. 50 years, half a century. You you don't realize how much time has gone by and how quickly it has just evaporated. But it was 50 years ago. I was a student at a electronics tech school in Ohio. And I had left home after high school. I had worked the entire summer at a local radio station and saved up my money and got in my little Opal Cadet. A 1967 rusted out Opal Cadet, no air conditioning, no radio, a lot of rust, but it ran, and it ran rather reliably. And as Thanksgiving was approaching, I really wanted to go home like everybody does that first year in particular. You know, I'd been away, oh, since August, September, October, and here we are entering the fourth month almost of being on my own, hundreds of miles from home. And things had, well, there had been some, let's say, some family issues that had developed that I had never really been aware of between my mother and father. And they had decided to separate during the time after I had left. My mother was now in South Carolina, my father in upstate New York, and, and I just felt as much as I wanted to go home that Thanksgiving, I just couldn't. I, I just didn't know what to think. It broke my heart. The stability I had known as a child was suddenly unraveling at home. And here I am trying to make ends meet, working and going to school. I worked 30 hours a week at a radio station in the evenings. Got to work by 3 in the afternoon, got off at 9 o'clock at night. And then I was in school during the day, and I had the weekends off to study and just get some rest because it was a long week. And I realized that Thanksgiving, I was not going home. And so I, I thought about those that worked at this radio station. It was in Canton, Ohio. WTOF, Tower of Faith Radio. And there were some wonderful people there. And they had their families. This one guy, his mom was still alive, lived nearby. Uh, everybody that worked there had families or starting to raise a family. I'm the young guy. And I really had nowhere to go. And so I, I made an offer to the staff that I would work all the air shifts for the entire day that I would come in at six o'clock in the morning and work until one or two o'clock in the morning to allow everybody at that radio station to have Thanksgiving at home with their family. 
Now, for some of the people that had been at that radio station on a full-time basis for a few years, for the announcing staff, this was the first Thanksgiving that they didn't have to go to work. This is before automation and unattended operations. This was when you had to have somebody in the station. And so rather than feel sorry for myself on Thanksgiving that I had nowhere to go home, that everything was upset in my life, I discovered by doing something for other people on that Thanksgiving day, it meant so much to them that it did my heart well. Oh, I got off the air. I can remember that Friday morning about one little after one o'clock and heading back to my home that was empty because everybody that I was staying with, they'd already gone home to spend time with their family. And I just slept and then got up and came back to work that afternoon. But it made for me a wonderful Thanksgiving. I can remember one of the staff members there. He was the chief engineer of the radio station. And and I never thought much about, gee, should I bring some food with me to work if I'm going to be there for 18, 19 hours? But he and his kindness that afternoon came by and bought me some turkey and all the trimmings and everything that goes with the Thanksgiving dinner. And later that evening, another staff member came by the radio station to bring more food and desserts. And they, they told me so, so much how, how, the, how this meant so much to them to have this Thanksgiving off for the first time. Not to be in a rush to get to the radio station and having to change their schedules to accommodate. And so those are one of the memories that I have. And to think, 50 years ago, today, my Thanksgiving was actually a very full Thanksgiving. Listening to a very special Thanksgiving Day program here on Truth to Ponder. I decided it was more important to spend some time with you today because I'm thinking of the many that may be alone this Thanksgiving. I know this can be a very difficult time of the year, especially if you have lost somebody near and dear to you. Maybe this is the year that you lost a parent or a grandparent. 
Maybe this is the year that you you lost a spouse. I have been through that. And I can remember so much if I go back 18 years ago. Hard to believe 18 years have gone by. That I had said goodbye to the woman I had been married to for 29 plus years. And I'm starting all over again. And that Thanksgiving, I I just wasn't in the mood to be around people. I needed some time. I needed a lot of time. It had only been not even two months since, since she was gone. And to suddenly try to get your heart and mind into having a great time, even with family that live nearby, just wasn't in the cards for me. Everybody wanted me to come, and I, I, I did for a little while, but I, I made it clear, I'm not going to stay a long time today, and don't worry about me. I just needed some time to be with my memories of the Thanksgivings that I had had prior in the years that I was married. Like the first Thanksgiving, when two cultures kind of clash. Now remember, I had been raised in New York State. My my wife was from a little town called Tacoa, Georgia. And she made her cornbread dressing, and I'm stuffing a bird with some strange stuff she had never seen. And we worked through those early years together to develop our own Thanksgiving and ultimately even Christmas traditions that became unique to to our family. And, And I needed that Thanksgiving alone that one year. I needed that time alone. I wanted to remember those times in fondness. Yeah, there were some tears, of course. I'm still in the process of accepting what had transpired. But you know, God in his faithfulness always comes through. And he did for me over the the days, months, and years that, that followed. Was life perfect? No. But life is still something to be thankful for. This is Truth to Ponder.
And you're listening to the Thanksgiving Day special edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, we need to take a break in just a moment. And as we come to this break, I want to really thank you, those that listen every day. I know that there are many people that listen to the program Truth to Ponder on radio. And I know many are listening to Truth to Ponder as a podcast online. Maybe you're hearing it from iTunes, Google Podcasts, and a number of other places. Spotify comes to mind, iHeartRadio. We've been blessed that we are on a number of platforms, though I wish more people knew about the program. There's only so much that I can do, but I try to get it out on as many platforms as possible. And I want to thank those of you that listen on radio and let me know that you do listen on radio. It helps me to understand where the audience for this program is. I've been looking of late at where people are listening to Truth to Ponder and where people are looking at the website. Now, I'm not one of those kind of people that get nosy to look into every detail of every visit to the website. The only information we really glean is basically where somebody came from and how long they, they spent on the site, maybe what pages, and that's about it. We don't, we don't get too deep into anything else. And, and I look at where people are coming from to the website. It seems that it's the eastern half of the United States makes up a huge part of it and also a large part of Canada. Ontario and even going farther west and there's some that are listening in Europe and there's some that are even listening in the Middle East and so I'm thankful for each and every one I would love to see the footprint for this radio program increase to the west we are on now on WRMI at 11 o'clock eastern time this time of the year on 9455 kilohertz and, and I know that that signal can reach California, it can reach Nevada, New Mexico, West Texas, Oregon, Washington State, Western Canada, even all the way out to Hawaii. And so I pray for an increase of audience listening in the far reaches. Now, if you believe in our ministry, would you consider financial support? You can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, and the zip code in Chilhowee is 24319. That's 24319, and we will be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And the leprosy left coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. In Mark 1, verse 42, it says of a, a leper who was healed of Messiah, it says the leprosy left. Strange thing. It'd be more natural to say the man was healed of leprosy. It doesn't say that. It says the leprosy left him. Striking, as if the leprosy was something different from the man. I mean, totally other than the man. The man was different from the leprosy. The leprosy was different from the man. Now, the natural, it'd be the natural thing to associate the man with a disease. The man's a leper. 
because he has leprosy. He's a leper. But here it separates it because ultimately Messiah is going to separate the disease and the man. God does that. And we as Messiah's people have to do the same thing. See, we often look at people as, you know, what they are afflicted with. This man's a sinner. This one is, this is a selfish man. This one, this woman is a bitter person. This one is a manipulator. This one is this and that and that and that. This one's damaged. But this one is a leper. God doesn't see this one just as a leper. He separates it. We have to do the same thing. It's not just a bitter person. Instead, it's a person who right now is under the affliction of bitterness, but doesn't have to be. That's not. This is not just a selfish person. This is a person who is under selfishness, but can be free of that selfishness because God didn't make them that way. And Messiah didn't redeem them to stay that way. So see the person not as they appear to be, but as God made them to be and as Messiah redeemed them to become. Treat them as such. And you'll stop seeing lepers and you'll start seeing the leprosy leave. Well, listen, here's the free gift for you. From the sands of Judea to the wings of the cherubim to the writings of the rabbis that prove Jesus as Messiah, the awesome long hidden mystery now revealed, the mystery of the temple doors on CD. You'll love it. And Sapphire's guaranteed to bless your socks off. How do you get these? Gift easy. Just remember Jesus' is real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 for your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to minister with me, together bringing salvation to God's ancient people, Israel, and to the unreached peoples of all nations on five continents with over a billion people. It's amazing. It's the farthest way your life can ever impact the world for the gospel. We do it every week. We broadcast through shortwave radio. It's amazing. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1, blanket the earth. That's 1-800-YESHUA-1. Or write me direct, the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy. It's 1111. It's Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Till next time, this is John Khan saying, Shalom Menachem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah. Messiah, Sar Chaim, the Prince of Life. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. I want to welcome you back to part two of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. I know Thanksgiving, as I was mentioning before the break, for some people this year is going to be very difficult. There's a few people that I know, and I spent literally time communicating with somebody that I really don't know that well, but it's somebody that I had met a number of years ago because of ministry on Facebook. And all I'm going to tell you is this individual is going through a very tumultuous time, a very difficult time, a very heartbreaking time. And this Thanksgiving today is going to be incredibly sad, hard, and difficult. There's a lot of dysfunctionality in our our world and nation today more so than I can remember anywhere in my lifetime. It seems that every year there's more divorces, there's more separations, there's more family upheaval, there's more stress than I can remember. The demands on us are increasing. Being so connected at some times just disconnects us from our own family. We're so connected to our work and our careers and that becomes our identity. 
we need to stop and reorganize our priorities and recognize God in his sovereignty will honor your decision to follow him, live for him. It will never always be easy, but you will find blessings beyond imagination. I can honestly tell you without going into a whole lot of detail that I have been through more than my share of turmoils in life, having to restart a couple of times. And and there are times that my heart has been broken. But you know, in the end, God has always been faithful to me and he has always come through. I want to share a little story here. There was a tragedy that left a family with a void that nothing could fill. This is a true story. There was a toddler chasing a cat who had wandered into the road. And that toddler was run over by a delivery truck. And a little four-year-old watched in shocked silence as her parents cradled the now lifeless body of her little sister. For years, the cold emptiness of that moment encased every, encased the family in sadness and it overwhelmed every holiday celebration. Feelings became frozen. And the only comfort was numbness. Relief for them was unimaginable. The four-year-old at the time is a woman by the name of Anne Voskamp. She's an author. And the sorrow surrounding her sister's death formed her view of life and even of God for a long time. The world she grew up in had little concept of grace. It had no joy. Joy was an idea that that had no basis in her reality. Now, Anne Voskamp, she struggled to try to get into life as she got into her 20s eventually getting married and and having a family. And as a young mother, having her own children, she decided to try to find out this elusive thing the Bible calls joy. Joy, J-O-Y, joy. And she discovered that the words for joy and grace come from the Greek word kairo which he found out is at the center of the Greek word for thanksgiving. And she wondered to herself at that time, could it really be that simple? Could it really be that easy? Remember, she has been scarred by witnessing the death of her young sister, a household that lived in misery and pain and sadness for years after. They never could overcome it. And I met people that are living in a place just like that now. Could it be that simple? And so to test that discovery, she decided to give thanks for the many, many gifts she already had in her life over the years. And she started to make a list of every little gift that God had given her, every little blessing she had received, even in spite of all the difficulty, the coldness, the sorrow, the grief, the agony. And as she developed that list, 
of all the things that God had done for her, her gratefulness became flowing freely and then overflowing. Showers of blessing. Fill my cup, Lord. Remember that song? If you remember some Christian songs, fill my cup, Lord. He's willing to fill your cup. He's willing to fill your life. He's willing to bring peace and stability in these very difficult and troubled times that we face today. Anne Voskamp discovered something that many people have not, that giving thanks brought to life some feelings of joy that she thought had died along with her sister. Joy comes from giving thanksgiving. Maybe this is one of the problems we have in this very turbulent world today. We don't give thanks for the things that God already has given us. We're too busy complaining, oh, we have this issue, that issue, these politicians stolen. You can go down the list, you know. We've talked about it on this program. I'm not going to get into it today. We can bemoan the world we have lost and the uncharted territory of the world in which we are now entering. But maybe rather than focusing on our misery, and this is something that even I had to do 18 years ago, I had to get beyond focusing on the pain. I had to focus on what God still had given me. Oh, I still had a long time of some difficult times ahead, but I never anticipated the blessings that I would ultimately receive. Learn to give thanks, even when things seem thankless, joyless, even when things seem hopeless. Start giving thanks and start praising God for what he has already done for you. This life is transitory. The life to come in eternity is going to be joy exceeding our imagination. You're listening to Truth to Ponder, a special Thanksgiving Day edition, and I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Give thanks to the Holy One. 
give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ his son give thanks with a grateful heart give thanks to the Holy One give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ his son listening to a very special Thanksgiving Day edition here in the United States on Truth to Ponder. I know for our Canadian audience, you had your, your Thanksgiving last month. But I hope that this program has meaning and blessing for you. I just need to get away from the news headlines today and probably maybe I'll even stay away from them tomorrow. I'm thinking about all that I am thankful for in my life today. And a number of you have sent me some emails sharing with me some of the things to which you are thankful for. One person wrote, and I'm not going to read all of this, because many of you are are thankful for many of the same things. One person said, I'm thankful for my health, my wife's health, our two kitties' health. I'm thankful for my intelligence and the ability to to discern the nonsense going on in the world today and my wife, who also has that same kind of an intellect. Our two old, rusty, but running cars, long ago paid for, a warm home that is paid for, food on hand, enough money to meet our needs, forgiveness for my sins. And others echoed the same thing. They were thankful for what they had. And they realized that there are many in their own states, their own communities, their own nation, and around the world that don't have near what they have. We may not be millionaires. We may not be wealthy. We may live in small homes. Our cars may be 5, 10, 15 years or older, but they run. We've learned how to prepare food. We know how to take care of ourselves. We have learned not to be dependent on those things that will let us down. Many people shared things like, I'm thankful for a loving wife. I'm thankful for my children, my grandchildren, that I have a close and wonderful relationship. Many people can't say that today. There are many parents that are restrained from their children. Their children hold values that are thoroughly in contradiction to what the parents believe. 
how these children were raised. And in many cases, sadly and unfortunately, many parents trying to be the friend of their child, not the parent, allowed them to make some terrible decisions and they were never properly raised in the in the fear and admonition of the Lord. If you, in spite of all the difficulties you're facing, were raised in the fear and admonition of the Lord, and you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, your Lord, your sustainer, you want to know something? Then all the hardships... All the hardships become something of just a blip on the radar screen when you look at everything in its totality. I've been through my share of heartbreak, my share of loss, my my share of some very, uh, shall we say, lean Thanksgivings in my younger years, starting out in married life. But through it all, God has been faithful to meet my need. I look at where I'm at today versus where I was just seven, eight, nine, ten years ago. God has done a total turnaround in my life to restore all the things that over the years that I had lost. And he gave it back, well, with more than I had to start with. God is the great equalizer. Now, as many of you know, and I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, I've been facing a health issue that things are looking pretty decent, very good. I'm not going to talk about it today. I have one more surgical procedure to go through in January, much like the one that I just had, and I'm recuperating fairly well from the first, and I'm able to do this program. I'm thankful. And it appears that if everything goes well the next time out, there's still a number of years left in me to serve my Lord, do this radio program, perhaps plant a church or two or three to help train people into ministry for this unusual time in which we live. The United States, and for that matter, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, many places where this program is heard, used to be, used to have as their foundation the faith once delivered to the saints. And many of these nations today, like the United Kingdom and Canada, Australia, and New Zealand, have abandoned the faith once delivered, have walked away from the faith, have reinvented the faith, have made a mockery of what the Bible teaches And they wonder why their nations, in spite of all the computers, in spite of all the wealth, in spite of all everything, why there is this uneasiness and this anger that just seems to permeate under the surface. Why are people hostile, mean, and angry? It's because they can't find hope in their governments or their systems or their own transient wealth. I've learned one thing. A nation that gives thanks unto God, gives our Lord his worship and due, is a nation that can be blessed. 
The United States and many of these nations I just mentioned were highly blessed for a long period of time. Our nation here in the United States, as people have walked away from the church, have mocked God, cursed in his face. That hand of blessing and protection is leaving, and the time of judgment is rapidly arising. How many churches do you see today that are, well, poorly attended and aging out? People don't care. Yet God, in his sovereignty, for so many generations has had sustained this nation. If we as a nation will repent and give thanks, you'd be surprised at the blessings that God could bestow. Our God is our help, can be our help, as he has been in ages past. This is the Thanksgiving Day edition of Truth to Ponder.
it is sad that many of us have lost sight of our God who has been our help in ages past. We live in a very different time that I remember from my childhood. Thinking back, as I mentioned before, what it was like just 50 years ago for me, that first Thanksgiving where I didn't come back home, where I wasn't with family or friends, I was by myself and I worked. But I'm thankful that I had that opportunity and I look back over the years and it's one of my more fond memories. Yeah, in exchange for doing that, they gave me Christmas Day off and I was able to visit family. I mentioned before that little car that I had, my 1967 Opel Cadet that leaked oil, had rusty floors and everything, no heat. And because I had worked all day that Thanksgiving, everybody made sure that I could have a couple of days off into the weekend so I could be with family and friends for Christmas. And I got in my little 1967 Opel Cadet, no heat really, no air conditioning, no radio. I had a little transistor radio hanging hanging from the rear view mirror. And I had to have a piece of cardboard on the floor because I was traveling in this rainy, slushy, snowy weather from Ohio across Pennsylvania, across the George Washington Bridge at night. Yeah, I left at night to be at my grandparents' house in Long Island the next day on Christmas Day. Left Christmas Eve night, nine o'clock at night, and it was in the wee hours of the morning when I arrived. And I look back and I say, Lord, thank you for getting me there and back in that vehicle. I don't think I would even attempt a drive like that in a vehicle like that today. I think of all the blessings that God has given me. In spite of difficult times, the blessings have always outweighed the losses. It's sometimes hard to remember that. We need to be a thankful people. We need to remember to give thanks with a grateful heart, as that song teaches. The Bible says, give thanks and praise in all things. God inhabits the praise of his people. And I think we in this modern time have lost sight of it. You know, I'm thinking here, just doing a program like this today has been a huge blessing for me. There are times, and I'll come out and say it, there are times I get tired of dealing with the news and all the problems and difficulties of this world. I really do. I enjoy doing programs where I can share from my heart to yours. Maybe I need to do more of these. How much negativity do you need to have from me on the radio every day or as a podcast? Wouldn't it be nice to have some hope for a change? I think so. What do you think? I look at some of the ministries that I'm developing. One is called, you can actually go online now and find it. Look for myfavoritehymns.com. Myfavoritehymns.com. Or hymnclassics.com. You can find some music to inspire you don't find anywhere else. And eventually I plan on adding a talk channel. God is opening up some wonderful doors for me and this ministry. And I want to make sure that what I'm doing in this program is beneficial to you.
Now I'm going to ask you as we come to the close of today's program. Would you let me know what you thought? You can send me an email, bob at truth2ponder.com. Bob at truth2ponder.com. You can also write us a letter. And if you would consider supporting us to stay on shortwave radio, you can make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. The mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowie is 24319. That's 24319. You can also support us from the website. It would be a huge blessing for me to hear from you. And until we gather again tomorrow, may God richly bless you is my prayer. Happy Thanksgiving. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.